Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. Cash Crew, back for another episode. How you feel, Vlad? I'm good. Welcome for another week's episode. This week, we got a special guest with us all the way from Orlando, a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Um, my name is Dan Mondesir. Been watching sports since I was five years old. Uh, I was re- I remember watching sports when uh, my dad would let me sneak by the bed when I had school the next day just to watch the late games. So ever since five years old, I was watching sports. Now, so boom, bye, bye. That's a good dad, man. <laughs> For sure. That's something I'm probably going to do. To be honest. <laughs> well, be- so, we got a lot of things to talk about. NBA headlines. You want to jump into that? Absolutely. Uh, let's cover what's been going around the league. Um, we got a couple headlines to cover. First one is, since we got a Bulls fan in the room also, I guess the question is, now that the Bulls did something in free agency, um, well, not free agency, trade something. deadline, um, they got Vujic. So, Dan, Zach Levine, you got two All-Stars on your team. Are you guys making the playoffs? I believe so. I think um, the Bulls have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs. Uh, I agree, by the way. Gives them scoring, rebounding, um, things from that position they were lacking. I did like Wendell Carter Jr., but I just don't think he was right for that particular team. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I do believe that they're going to at least get in the playoffs. And I kind of see that team doing things in the future. They're still very young. And I think they can develop and do something pretty decent. I think they have one of the most deadly pick-and-pop games now. With Vucevic and uh, Levine, they have a 30-foot pick-and-pop game now. That I, Where else? Where else do we see that in the league? That's unique to them. So you got two all-stars. You got a young guy in Levine, Levine, Levine whatever you want. Is it Levine? Levine. Levine. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Zach, um, he's a bad, bad man. And I think, uh, yes, they'll make the playoffs. Who knows how far they can go, but they're going to be putting up some numbers. I like Kobe, too. Kobe yeah, White, Kobe I like, White like is that a, guy. He's a good player. Um, Push the actually, pace a lot. I'd rather, actually, I like him coming off the bench, you know, right now. Um, they started him earlier this year, but, you know, lately he's been coming off the bench. I don't know if they go back to him coming off the bench. But, uh, I mean, actually starting, I'm sorry. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I like him. I was a little bit on the fence, you know, about him earlier in his mm-hmm. career. You know, unfortunately, I thought he was going to be like a, like a John Wall type of player mm-hmm. with better shooting, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I kind of like what I see from him. That's good. That's dope. That's dope. And uh, for you, Mr. Miami Heat, you guys did a big splash during this trade deadline, getting of course. your you point guard, well, combo guard, Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Now you guys are looking at Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Co. 
How far does Miami Heat go this year? Heat in five. Heat in five. No, I'm just kidding. Cocky Heat fan is back. Um, we got Mr. Vic. I told you, if you listened to my, the podcast before, we talked about this. I said we're going to call them the Miami Yoruba Boys. You remember that? Nigeria, we are here. Hmm? Giannis didn't want to come. That's okay. Oh. You don't want to come, that's fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Y'all, y'all, y'all can laugh. It's fine. Uh <laughs> But finally, we got someone to for point of attack. It was supposed to be Avery Bradley. He couldn't stay healthy, and God bless him, you know. But he's gone now. I I do like Kelly Olynyk coming off the bench, so I, that kind of hurt a little bit. What's I, up? I personally didn't understand the pickup with Avery Bradley. Point of attack, man. We kept um, getting. It was Tyler Hero getting scorched every single. Well, night. I think Duncan Robinson is actually more of a liability on True. defense. Um, you could actually say, uh, I remember watching a game when C.J. McCollum was going off in the first quarter. Mm. And I said, you know, Duncan Robinson could actually be an average defender. Mm-hmm. He'll be a better player. He doesn't need to be like a defensive stopper. Right. Just an average player. And I, I want to see more from him, um, you know, as far as his development. But defensively is where he lacks. Um, I do like the Oladipo pickup. I think it helps them in that position defensively. Um, unfortunately, in my opinion, um, a lot of people are looking at. I don't think he could return to those Indiana, you know, playing days. Yeah. But I think he could do a lot for the Heat, mm-hmm. especially defensively. Um, he doesn't really have to do too much because I think that team is very deep, yeah. very scary team. Um, I like their moves. Um, I still want to see a lot from Kendrick Nunn, mostly on a play- in the playoffs, mm-hmm. because yeah, he was hurt last year. And then he did come in stretches, and they were kind of protecting him. Yeah. And uh, Gorin was playing very well during the playoffs before he even got hurt. So That's a key. That's with a key the Heat too. also, I'm kind of, you know, I, I actually want to see what happens with that team, especially during the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're dangerous, man. Uh, it's a four-team race, I think, in the East. You got Milwaukee. You have uh, Boston. Boston. You got the, uh, Brooklyn. Philly. And Philly, yeah. Oh, so, Philly. I, I like that team. Yeah. And then you got the dark horse Atlanta Hawks. Oh, Musha. Um, <laughs> I like no. Well, you know what? The Hawks. Um, I actually like what the Hawks were doing. Um, you know, they got Nate McMillan. Uh, I, Collins has been playing well mm-hmm. uh, since under Nate. Um, I think that team is pretty. That team is on the rise. Uh, I don't want to. You know, downplay the Hawks, but I think that team is also on the rise. You know, they started slow this year, and I think they're starting to figure it out little by little. Mm-hmm. If anything, the Hawks, too, I mean, that's a team that could actually, people could actually start looking at and say, hey, you know, if you add maybe this guy or that guy, they could actually be a serious contender, especially in the East. So, Devin Booker, get out of Phoenix. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, the move they made for Lou Will, I, that's to me, it's really scoring punch off the bench. He doesn't help them defensively at all, and we know defense defense is where they need some help. When your best guy is is a matador on defense, you know, Ice Trey for all he does on the offensive end, you, you can you can get what you want. He may drop forty on you, but you can drop forty on him just as easily. Um, which makes it so exciting to watch. That's what we, you know. Atlanta Hawks basketball is so exciting because they don't play defense as as well. But um, I think uh, Nate McMillan can get them uh, to play some defense here and there. So yeah, we'll they've see. been playing. They've been playing well. Um, I know Cam Reddish is hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a few injuries on the squad. That's right Vlad's now. guy. 
Um, and Kins too. They just got back with uh they just got back DeAndre Hunter and I was pretty interested in him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, early on. And I think uh I want to see them, you know, Bog- I can't even pronounce his name all the way Bogdanovich. Bog- but yeah, I think he's pretty good. I like him too. Um he's a good piece for them. He can shoot, he could, you know, he could play. Mm-hmm. I think he's very underrated ever since Sacramento. I thought he was pretty good. Um I think it's going to take time especially with chemistry. Uh with him and Trey, because he had pretty good chemistry in Sacramento with Fox. He came off the bench, did his job. I like that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like that team. They're interesting. I like interesting teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting teams kind of make noise, and you're like, I knew I saw this happening. It, you kind of see something going with the Hawks, and I kind of like it. Well, we need we need them to be. We need the Hawks to make noise. We need right. these teams in smaller markets. Although Atlanta's a big city, um, it's not. You know, we we talked about this uh, coming back from Miami uh, last weekend. Uh, Atlanta is a small city masquerading as a big city. It is compared to a Miami market, it's not the same. Um, Specifically, and you can tell, free agents don't want to come here. You know, so it's, but everybody wants to go to Miami. Everyone wants to go to to New York. Everyone wants to go here and there. Even though they consider Atlanta like the black Hollywood? Yeah, because, like I said, I'll give you a small example. Small example on the cityscape, just looking at the city. Flying into Miami International was not the same as flying into Hartsville. And I think people get what that mixed up. And this, well, I'll connect it with basketball in a second. But you, when you get here to Atlanta, you'll understand that Atlanta is busy, but it's not international. Okay? Busiest airport. Not the biggest. Okay. Busiest. Okay. I went to Miami, super large compared to, to Atlanta. So translating that to basketball... It's kind of like that middle of the road type of deal. It's like, okay, you're on the way going to somewhere else because that's what Atlanta was. Well, Atlanta is terminus, let me ask right? Ask a question: Do you feel like is is it just because Miami is more of a tourist attraction mm-hmm. where Absolutely. you know everybody, you know, people from Miami don't hype up, you know, South Beach, yeah. <laughs> you understand, or you know, those places. So, do you like feel like? Maybe just because it's a tourist attraction, like where everybody's like, yeah, we're going to go from here to Miami. Versus the people that live in Miami don't really yeah. look at Miami exactly. the way. Well, you, take, know, it granted, you take it for granted when, right. you're, when you're down there. But yeah, that, that's absolutely right. And it's you, you got so many things going for you, income tax, all that stuff. So And then, of course, Pat Riley, it's sexy, all those big round Cuban booties down there. I mean, you know, it's it's Miami. So people want to be a part of that. So um, I, I don't see Atlanta being able to get guys like that unless they grow them here. And that's that's sweet, actually. If you're a Hawks fan, it's sweet to be able to draft your own guys. I remember talking to Ken's about this when we finally – I said we. Yeah, I live here, so I guess I could, I could say that. Mm-hmm. When Atlanta finally got someone of his caliber, I said, okay, they finally got one. The one, the face. Now add on, right? Then they got Collins, and now they got other guys that they can trade for because they have the money to do so. So they're kind of middle of the road right now, but I don't think they can. You they, know they're not the a Hawks, second round team. You know right who now. the Hawks remind me of? Pre Kevin Durant, Golden State. Yes, um, I agree. You kind of you're planting the seeds, and you're kind of watching them grow. Mm-hmm. And I like their moves. You know, they're underrated moves. Yeah. Uh, the draft moves. I know they're adding pieces, you know, like I, I mentioned before, uh, Bogdanovich, whatever his name is. But uh, 
It's an interesting team. I'm not going to even uh, lie about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an interesting team. I I talked to, you know, of course, Ken's about it, a few of friends. I'm like, Ken's. And I spoke to him. I said, that's an interesting team. Facts. Even during early in the season, they were struggling. Mm-hmm. And I said, I still think you guys are very interesting. I'm, I'm glad to see where they are right now. You better I mean, be glad Atlanta's not I know as, as a Heat fan, though, I know that you want to see them lose based on positioning. What? No, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that kind of fan. I want okay. I want to be people at their best, okay. you know? So I want the Hawks to be good because it's even more fun to stump on that fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about, let, let's move on because we'll be right. talking about this forever, right, right, man. Right, right. But there's some other stuff that we can talk about. Don't say I told y'all so. Get y'all season tickets now. I don't want to see y'all courtside with Quavo. I would not be I'm and not. two chains. You don't got to worry about winning championships one. in five years. Just saying. One more thing I want to talk about in the NBA. I personally think that the MVP is Jokic's to lose now. LeBron is hurt. Embiid is hurt. It's a two man race. To me, is Dame and Jokic. I got Dame Dollar. You got Dame Dollar. Okay. Are you, are you basing it based on play? Based on well, stats. You, well, number one, he leads his team in almost every statistical category. Right. Okay, he they just picked up Aaron Gordon and JaVale McGee. McGee. We know how gifted of a passer Jokic is, and now he gets to throw lobs to Aaron Gordon and JaVale McGee. You don't think James Harden is a threat? Yeah, James, James Harden is in there as well, but I think it it will hurt him because he's in the East versus Jokic. If they make a run and they get to number one seed in the West, it, how do you argue against? And he's playing out of his mind. Harden is too. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but because he's in the East, I think that will hurt him with some of the people that's voting in the MVP okay. race. So, Vlad, I know you don't you don't believe it, but who do you you said you have Dame? Why? Does that really need an explanation? Da- no. Yes, you need to explain why you think it's Dame over Jokic because I don't. I'm not with, I'm not rocking with that. Damian Lillard is probably the best point guard playing in the league right now. Okay. That's Why one. is he better than Jokic, who is leading everything of his team? That's fine. Right now, Dame Dollar is probably the most, outside of James Harden, the dangerous person on the court. Mm-hmm. Dame has multiple 50-point games this season. He's carrying this Portland team when CJ was out. And... Now that Melo's turning it up, CJ's back, Portland is a force to play with in, I, in the playoffs. I also like the Norman Powell pickup. And, yeah, and they got Norman Powell. I think that's a very good pickup for yeah. them. Yeah, um, he's been playing he's out a good of his young player. I think he fits that team schematically also. I just think it's really interesting in the West that the Jazz, Suns, and Clippers are one, two, three, and not one of their guys. I mean, if you really want to talk – because we the know Utah how the MVP Jazz, race goes. To me, to me, the Utah Jazz is, our, is the 2014 Toronto Raptors. Well, mm. we, talk, we talked about this. I think Donovan Mitchell. He doesn't like the Jazz at all. I, I, I like Donovan Mitchell. I, 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 I don't think that's fair. Because, I mean, I think Donovan, you know, Toronto had DeRozan. DeRozan was, I mean, he's a decent player. Mm. But Donovan Mitchell has more of a up take to him. He's not DeRozan. Thank you. And I really believe, not saying because I still, you know, got the Lakers coming out the West when healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like that team. 
I think that team is pretty it's decent. I mean, it, does it look like the same team, you know, technically with Ingles and uh, the other Bogdanovich mm-hmm. and, you know, Clarkson, uh, Mike Connolly? The team stays healthy. I think they're pretty good. And I hope it, it fuels them because a lot of people don't feel that Utah's going to really do anything. I, I hope just, it fuels them to actually try to come out the West. I just think, you know, if we're going to say, because we know how the MVP race has been, we've seen and we felt like a lot of people have been robbed because of where their their team was and the standings. This year, if Jokic wins and they're not top three, you gotta you got to really tell me what the MVP race is. I thought the MVP, MVP race was best player, best team. Or record-wise. It, That's what they told me. It's the best player on one of the top three teams in the league. Okay, the only so, exception that ever happened was two times. Russell Westbrook and I want to say uh, MVP in the 80s. That's the only time that was the only exception. To, there, this year should be another exception for Jokic. It has to. The impact that he has on his team... You have to make an exception this year, especially able- if you got LeBron and Embiid hurt. That's the, that's why it's a question mark though, because if they're not hurt, then he's on the conversation. It'll no, be- no, no, he's not in the so conversation. No, in the it'll conversation. be it'll be Embiid's trophy to take home. Oh, well, I'm watching. Well, well, Embiid has been playing well. Um, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far. But Embiid has been playing well. Um. But your best of uh, your best ability is your availability. There you go. And if you're not on the court, then I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's why I'm I'll give you an example. Dang. The the rookie of the year race. We all knew Lamelo was gonna run away with that. Once they put him in the starting lineup, and we said this before the season, he has star quality. He's played with grown men overseas. It wasn't gonna phase him. He, he doesn't get you know, he doesn't get googly eyed from NBA players. I don't players. think he's gonna be that good this fast. Well, I knew we he knew was going to be good. We talked about it. We knew. I I, I knew he was going to be good. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think he was going to be this good. Yeah. Like, I, I said he's going to be good. I don't care what anybody says, he's going to be good. But he's not available now. And so now that he's not available, he can't be in the race. Anthony Edwards is going to take it, running away. Absolutely. You know, so. And Anthony Edwards is balling and catching bodies. Yeah. What's up, Cash Crew? This episode was so ginormous that we had to cut it in half. So you just listened to part one with Dan Mondesir. We will be coming back with a part two at a later date. As always, don't forget to catch us on Clubhouse every Monday at 7 p.m. unless otherwise noted. And of course, if you need anything as far as getting into Clubhouse, we can do that for you. We have invites. And so just DM us on IG. That's at sports underscore cash underscore. So again, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.